Did we Told put you. together that he was really hired by Terrell? And remember, Terrell picked up Washington, also Denzel, and right. he and wanted to find out where Daphne is. It's always been about Terrell. I knew that because you kept saying Terrell's name instead of Carter, so I knew something was up. Yeah, that was dumb. Now, is this like a bigger story about? Is this a story about Los Angeles and corruption? No, it's a story about Terrell, the mayor's uh, deep, dark secret, his disgusting, gross thing that would ruin him. That's what the, Yeah. He liked the Fantasy Island movie. He thought Michael Pena did a good job. And if that gets out, no one will respect him. No one will show him the respect if they know about the Pena movie. Now, what Easy gets out of this thing is another person who's like, I will give you, he says, I will give you $1,000 to find Daphne. And he's like, I'll take 200 up front. No, I'll take it in cash. Uh, let me let you hear a little. Okay. What? What? $200. Uh, do you well, accept Monopoly money? No, I do not. Damn it. I'll have Baxter write you a check. Why is Matthew Terrell looking for Daphne too? Baxter will write you a check. Now, this I don't understand. Help me listen to this. He goes, here, take it all. A thousand. Is that right? That's what you hear too, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the film, he's going to pay him again. And I thought he, well, the very first time I watched it, I thought he was, it was the 200 plus. Maybe he gave him 200 and said, here, take it all. Like yeah, that's that. right. I'm not clear about that. Does he have a thousand dollars in his pocket right now or 200? And it matters to like motivation. Oh, here's the voiceover. It is a detective story. They're allowed to have narration. Doesn't this sound like the Ghostbusters music? <laughs> not the theme song. Not the theme song. Like the oh, I don't. During the film. Busting makes me feel good. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Carl calls the Ghostbusters and gets on the phone. Okay. What he's doing right now, he's got to find Daphne. So he knows that Frank Green is the way to find Daphne, right? Right. So what we're now going to see is a montage of, of scenes <clears throat> in which he shows up at a place that would buy liquor from Frank Green and says, Hey, Frank Green told me to come see you. Frank Green said so. And they're like, sir, I don't know any Frank Green. Shut up. So he's going from place to place. He's going, come on, let's get Frank on the phone right now. Can I get a beer? Can I get a beer? Can I get a beer? You see how he's just like being an asshole? He does yeah, that right. every place. He's trying to get noticed by Frank Green. This guy's coming around, asking about right. 
he knows that Frank Green will be reaching out to him. I don't know. Private, private detective does that. You got to keep hitting the accelerator button until somebody goes, all right, stop. Now, he comes home, and it's Axe Chopper, a tree chopper downer guy. And he's like, "Is easy, easy, Ezekiel, Ezekiel. And he's ignoring him. He's trying to warn him there's a man in the house. Um, oh, this is not tree related. Tree right. adjacent. What? A man. So here's my thing. Why didn't he just go, there's a man, Ezekiel? No, he just had to get his attention first. Right. Yeah. Well, he got to the point where he really is knocking the shit out of the guy. He, he got to the point where he didn't want to talk to the tree chopper. This is Frank Green, and I didn't tell you about it, but all throughout the film, he's like, he, he's great with a knife. That's what we keep learning about. Now he's got the knife. So if you were watching this without us, you would get that. It would be like, oh, no, he's, now he's got the knife. We're too busy talking about Nick Danzig. Now, yeah, that's right. Um, Moot. Mouse is about to show up. He called Great. for Mouse when Terrell came, uh, when Albright came to his house and was like muscling him. Get it, get the bourbon, you damn self, you know. Look, he's cut, but yeah. Mouse shows up. Oh. Now, Mouse, real trigger happy. Ready to shoot this guy. But this is his house. He's not going to shoot him in the house, is he? Yeah. Don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Yeah. Don't shoot him. Maybe you don't know where she is, but hey, we can help Damn! If I had a knife to my neck, I would. I wouldn't even be able to talk. Mouse, no. Mouse, please don't kill this guy. Now someone's calling on the phone, and Mouse is like, "Yeah, he'll have to call you back." But you know who it is? It's Daphne. So they blew an opportunity. That was Daphne. He was. He is busy right now. He is, but a rich man is willing to pay $1,000 to talk to Daphne, and she was on the phone. You get it? Right. Watch this. Watch this. He puts his gun away, we think. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you say we think? We think. Because he's got another gun. No! No! He runs out of the house. Damn it, Mouse! <laughs> what he did is he just shot him. He grazed him on the shoulder. Like uh -huh. to get him to talk kind of thing. I got blood on my coat. This is an expensive coat, easy. It's his house. There's blood in his house. Now, at this how point, explain, how do you explain that during Passover? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's over for Thanksgiving. That's right. You're put, put the, the lamb's blood. Okay. No, that's yeah, right. Passed over. So now he's changing his mind. Never mind. Come you on, can't I help me. Kind of help, I don't need your kind of help. This is before Boogie Nights. He was not a superstar. Regular movies. in my house five minutes and you done shot somebody already, Mouse. Come on, easy. Let me in on this thing, man. Well, this is 1995. We're all so young back then. But, I mean, he would go on to be in the cinematic universe. And I'm just saying for the audience, this is pre- oh, right. 
pre everyone knows you don't know Don Cheadle's name in this. You're like, oh, that, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I see. That I think uh, Boogie Nights. He was really good, and I think that yeah. I think got a lot of notice off of that. Yeah, that I wouldn't say made him, but yes. Why is he not jumping up here? I just had him easy. Oh, here he is. Um, well, we you know. Can you name the movie we saw him in on our show? No. One of his first roles was the burger guy at the end of Moving Violations. All oh. the cars go through the drive-in, and he goes, here's your order. Here's your order. Even though, like, all these cars get rammed through. Okay. So, I don't... Hamburger Hill, Rocket, uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, Rose, the Legend of Earl the... I don't know. But then was Boogie Nights and Bullworth. Bullworth. Yeah, the movie was terrible. <laughs> I enjoyed it. But anyway, after that, he's after Boogie Nights, he skyrocketed. He was in the Ocean's Eleven trilogy. And, you know, he ended up eventually in Iron Man 2. And, and we know right. him from the cinematic universe. I haven't watched, the, I'm not up to speed, but I think his character was an alien all along. Brody. Uh -huh. It was a scroll. Okay, so what's happened now is they went over to that uh, rich guy. He's dead. Uh, and, like, they want to pin the murder of Coretta and the rich... What's Frank, Frank Green? No, not Frank Green. Uh, McGee, Richard McGee. Oh, Richard McGee, yeah. They found him dead. Coretta's dead. So now they're going to book him on double murders. And he's basically like... Give me 24 hours to clear my name. Because they know he didn't really do it. If he could find the real guy is what he's proposing to them. So now... Oh, well, they're listening. Third act. He's got 24 hours to clear his name. Cool. <laughs> okay, now... As you know, he found the cigarettes. At He knows that Junior killed McGee, he thinks. Okay? So that's his next stop. Well, who's this? Is this Junior or who, who just pulled up? Uh, no. no, it's definitely not Junior. Oh, wait. Oh, it's uh, Matt. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's like, we're, they're going to see Junior right now. Like, we know you killed him. I've been watching, and I think these cheese need to get chopped. It's so stupid. He held, he saved his life. He said, "There's a guy on your porch." Right. He said, "He didn't really save his life, but he didn't. He didn't get any respect for trying to warn him." You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Look how everything's so clean and pristine. It's so Hollywood. It. It's Come cool. Up. It's. On the bottom left, there was dirt. Did you see it? Look how yeah. look, this is a real house. This is a real location. Look. I know it's cool, but they they made it so it looks like the forties or whatever. <coughs> uh, what I meant to say is, I was look how it's all peeled. Maybe they yeah. didn't redo make this whole thing. It's a that there are locations like this in Los Angeles. Okay, so maybe it is. Okay, basically, it's Junior. Oh, hey, Miles. <clears throat> well, they know each other from Houston. It's part of the backstory that I haven't been conveying. Right. There's this story about, like, 
Mouse got him involved. He did absolutely murdered somebody's relative. And I'm not telling you the backstory because it kind of doesn't matter. <clears throat> He's an old friend and a criminal come to help easy. Now they're basically accusing him. You killed McGee. But we find it out. Didn't. <clears throat> Go ahead. How did the cigarettes get there? He, he drove him home. <clears throat> the guy got soused drunk. And so he drove him home as a favor to the club and put him in the house. And then, like, some people were there and the real killers, he basically dropped his cigarettes as he left kind of thing. Uh, Sit down. We want to talk with his gold teeth. <laughs> so he he was given a letter from Coretta to deliver to Daphne from this guy and that and he dropped him off okay i already told you the backstory we're now going to go to the um the husband or or boyfriend remember that Coretta was cheating on and uh -huh. uh, basically find Coretta's Bible. That's. Oh, and that's the big secret. The letter. Yeah. And it says, John Carter is a terrible man. <laughs> no, Terrell is the terrible man. It has oh. pictures of Terrell with little boys. Oh. Yeah. So who's the devil in the blue dress? Is that Jessica Beals? Yeah, but she's not a devil. But yes. Well, I mean, it's a song too. You know, you can't say, "Woman who wears a blue dress, woman <laughs> with a blue dress on." <laughs> she's not the bad guy, but she is. It's complicated. Who, air quotes devil with the air quotes devil with the blue dress on. What a good movie this is in terms of its Hollywood style, like what we just saw out their window. It's like you're really Everything, back in time. You know, you, you say it's Hollywood, but it, it also kind of just celebrates Los Angeles, like to get to see like a view, you know, like a honest, try to as honest view of what it looked like at the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that it's an honest view, but it's. You saw you know the houses. Well we saw what they think it looks like you know what i mean like we saw kids playing in the street and i don't know yeah. not a historic no it's, it's not, not but it, you know it's sincere it's grounded yeah it puts you there basically it's like i can't believe someone would want to kill her like that and he's gonna say stuff like i knew she you know like he you remember he cheated with her Right. So he's right in front of her, and he's going, she never wanted anybody but me, and he's crying, and he's looking at him like, am I going to He didn't know that, that, that he was the last guy he slept with. Yeah. She, she slept with, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Demi was going to direct this. He liked it so much, but he was the one to make the choice to defer uh, to uh, Carl Franklin. And also, he produced it. Jonathan Demi produced it. Oh, very cool. Danny Pesso, yeah. Oh, Franklin, I, I haven't seen all his films, to be honest. I, I saw the, the one with Billy Bob Thornton from the 90s, the, mm -hmm. the Rattle Theater. I saw Talking Heads. 
Stop making. Well, that's that's Jonathan Demi, yeah. Looks like good food. Mostly the booze. So now we're seeing the cops told him that my baby fought. I'll let you hear his Okay. I can't act. You keep seeing her face that morning. Junior had just came by The Bible. Now he knows that might be what they're looking for. Oh, Carl, have you heard about the good news? <laughs> Go shout it on the mountain, Mike. I just want to ask you listen, if you're not a good Christian, you don't have to talk to me. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> If you're content to be in it with eternal damnation, I'll just leave you alone. I don't want to bother you. Look here, I put it in the uh, dresser drawer of, of your next hotel visit. Why'd you take a look? Easy's like um, mouse is like drink up, drink up. The big drink. Now oh. look how much he drank. Now he's totally unconscious. So what did they have the opportunity to do? Find this Bible. So he's searching for the Bible and he will find it. Yeah, meanwhile, God's above shaking his head. There it is. A Bible. So now... In the Bible, he finds letters and pictures. The letter of that Claretta had, it was basically to, I mean, this guy, of course, would lose the race immediately. And Sure. If this secret got out, Carl, mm-hmm. it would be the end. Of Terrell. Oh, are you doing him? <laughs> There's always some guy who says that. You see oh, the look. kiss? Now, I think the director oh. really hit us over the head with that. Whoa! Boy, is you crazy or is you drunk? Where did they go? Oh, he's taking mouse with him? Oh! <laughs> How many guns do you have on your mouse? Yeah, he ain't got no gun. Better be scared, goddammit, I'll kill him. He will, ain't he? He ain't out. You better tell him. <laughs> Don't kill him. He's talking about getting out of getting shot here, so it's like a very intense scene, you know? Right. <laughs> the drunk dude. He just keeps pointing guns at whoever. Now their attention's on him, so he's got him. Look at his eyes are closing. Yeah. Now imagine his finger just goes click. Well, that's the dangerous part. (laughs) There we go. Put gun away. So, 
Denzel has left him stranded. Just those guys with the guns. Now you can see why, like, Claretta got killed and uh, Rich, what's his name, got killed because it's this is high stakes. Now, this is pretty cool. They introduced the secret, you know, with well within 40 minutes left in the movie. Well, we got more secrets. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was going to say that was pretty cool, but there's more secrets. Okay, so now he's back home. He thinks, okay, he thinks that maybe um, Albright is back in the house, just like before. But no, it's actually Daphne in her blue dress. Oh, Daphne in her blue dress, blue dress on. Now we find our second dark secret. Okay. She didn't like shooting flash dance. (laughs) That's right. And you're going to hear all about it on E! Entertainment Network. So, okay, so there's evidence out there against Terrell, right? And that would ruin him. But Terrell got evidence against Carter, okay? And he forced him to drop out of the race, we're going to find out. And that evidence is that Frank is not her lover. It's her brother or her half-brother. They have different dad, okay? Okay. yeah, so um, their mother is Creole, uh, but her father was white, and so therefore she basically looks white, but she's half, they use the term colored, I don't. And so Terrell, he was going to expose that unless Ter- uh, Carter dropped out of the race, and so he did. She was having a sexual relationship with her stepbrother? No. That- All right. Like, how are they associated? They just assume that she was seeing him. But really, it was their brother. Gotcha. I see. Oh, the scandals. Scandalous. So Mm -hmm. much scandal. Ah, enough of the scandal. Scandalous. Tomorrow I'm going to jail if I don't find out who killed Green killed her. I'm not taking the rap. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. Easy. So it was Frank, wasn't it? He had nothing to do with it. Yeah, sure he did. I knew there was more between y'all than just some backdoor romance. He probably pimped you out to call in the first place. Oh, how dare you! Come on. Yeah, why don't you scream, huh? So I can tell the police about your boyfriend, Frank Green. Frank is my brother? What? What? She's dating the brother? That is terrible. What a scandal. What a scandal. Oh, you idiot. He's just my brother. That's what Terrell has on me. Who is she? Is she running for office? No, she was just going to marry the man who is running for office. Terrell. Carter. 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 Mm hmm. Tom Carter. John, uh, John Carter from Mars's brother. Okay, wait. Uh, Todd Carter. Todd. Uh, Todd Carter. Carter. Okay, Todd I'm, Carter. I'm highlighting Todd Carter. Uh-oh. Albright finally has found 
Daphne. This in a long fucking time. You know what? It was very easy route. They just went to Easy's. It was yeah, very it was easy good. to find it. Right. They spoke to Easy. Speak easy. They speak easy. He's like, don't shoot him. He's about to go to jail for the murder of two people we killed. Way to say that out loud. <laughs> they took Jennifer with them. Uh, yes. Because she's the prize. Yeah. I mean, she's missing. Carter wants her. Terrell wants her. She'll be taking, they'll be taking him to Terrell. He's the real bad guy here. I woke up mouse and told me to make me to debris cop because. Okay, so <clears throat> Daphne's heritage, potential scandal forced Carter to abandon his campaign, but Daphne brought the pictures of McGee to blackmail Terrell into silence because oh. Daphne thinks that if if it he's doesn't if it doesn't get out, then they'll just get married. They love each other. Oh no, Carl. The so way you're saying would... this means it's, it's a tragic ending, right? Yeah. She's doing anything for love, you see. So now they're... Okay. Albright has taken Daphne. So basically, it's go find Daphne. Who knows where Daphne is? That bartender, Joppy. Right? Right. Poppy knows everything about Albright. That's how he introduced him to Albright, blah, blah, blah. Tom Sizemore is not on top of Donkey Kong's like platforms throwing barrels at a <laughs> Now look, he's got a gun that the mouse gave him. Right. Like you're coming with me. You're taking me to Albright. That's it. God, it looks great. Carl, this is better than Hollywood bullshit. This looks really good. Well, it's exactly Hollywood bullshit. I mean, if we were watching um, uh, Marty McFly right now, right? It would be... Right. Well, Marty McFly, that's, Marty McFly and the Gremlins was shot in the Universal lot. Well, I was just using an example. Yeah. But, by the way, I was thinking about, uh, like, if I was Marty McFly in that movie, I would have definitely fucked my mother. Really? Yeah, there she was. She was ready to go, right? Back she to the womb, my name was huh? Alvin. Well, you, that's what your name, you you wrote that on your shirt. So that, Remember the, she was sipping a flask and he's like, you might regret it. He's like, you just sound like, just like my mother. And she's drinking. She's ready to go, man. You blew it. You blew it, Marty. Wasn't she like an alcoholic and, and regular feature? And then after he fixed everything she she was she stopped drinking yes mm -hmm. and they own a bunch of like cars and cool shit they're oh, like i forgot to tell you a big 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 piece yeah of... please yeah let's talk about this movie yeah okay daphne will pay seven thousand dollars for those naked pictures basically she got like given thirty thousand dollars by the family to like leave town you know and that's the whole thing she thinks that <clears throat> the only thing holding them back from their love is the fact that she's half African-American. So if she can suppress that, they'll be back together. The, the family of Todd Carter gave her $30,000 to get out of here. Go back to, I forget the town that they're from. Uh, the, the, 
her and Frank to go back to where they came from. I forget what town that is. It's down south. So she'll give $7,000 if he gets those pictures. Gotcha. All right. This is how he makes $4,700. But I disagree with the internet because there was 1000 and the 7000 uh, Oh, yeah. No, no, that's right. He splits the money with Mouse. That's why. Okay. Okay. Plus, like, home repairs. You got to fix the bullet hole and clean up the blood. <laughs> and, you know, those gangsters breaking your door in and shit like that. And probably scuffed up the kitchen a bit. So, wait. So... Joffy, who's not a friend, it's turning out, has taken them to where Albright often takes people he wants to keep under, you know, wraps. To this ca cabin, cabin. Uh, oh. Okay, so he left him alone with Mouse, and he's like, "Do not shoot him. Do not shoot him." Okay, so he has strict instructions not to shoot him. They, oh, but you know that Mouse. The thing is, Mouse knows that that. Joppy's a liability now. You know, he knows. I don't know. That's not even really true. But he just knows Mouse. Don't shoot him. He knows what Mouse wants to do. Mouse is going to shoot him then. Nope. No, all right. He's going to strangle him. <laughs> He's going to be like, you said not to shoot him. He kept his word. Yeah. If you're going to pick hairs, I wouldn't just shot No him. remorse. He really believes he kept his word. I absolutely did what you said. I think. I think. Or he does know, and he's just playing along to, like, right. make an excuse that doesn't hold water, and he knows it, but what else can he say? I don't know. Yeah, right. If someone you know just killed someone, you're like, yeah, okay, all right. You're not going to say, hey, that wasn't cool. Now, maybe, he told Mouse to stay at the car. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, Mike. He told Mouse to stay at the car, but we know for our plot he won't. Right. And that's good because it'll save, you know, he'll come in at the right moment, you know, that kind of thing. You were saying, though, I interrupted. Oh, no, I, I don't even remember. Now, look, they're playing with her hair. That's not nice. Not cool. Albright's henchman. But no Albright. Right. Now look, they're going to burn her. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Why. They want the pictures to give to Terrell. Oh, at least he attacks. They didn't get her, right? He shot. No, they didn't get her. He, he was like, I have to make a move or she's right. going to get burnt. Pretty cool. Now, bullets can go right through wood. I don't see why they don't shoot at where they think he is standing. Let's see what's going on here that it's quiet. It's so funny. Nobody wants to shoot through a house. Got one! That means got two, really. It's, it's not funny. Do you hear the crickets? It's not funny. Uh, do I hear the crickets? Of course I hear the crickets. I hear them I all, every time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> they ought to be. I had this dream, Carl, that I was in Zootopia, 
And I yeah. went to the cricket comedy club. And after <laughs> every joke of cricket is said, I said, Now look. Yeah. All right. He's killed them all. Yay. Because Mouse showed up and just took care of the job. Oh, so yeah. He didn't really do it. Mouse did it. Now here's Albright. Oh, he's fucked up. Well, he's all shot and everything. It's almost oh. like he's drunk. It's called acting. Maybe Tom <laughs> Sizemore was drunk. No, no, no yeah, disrespect. Yeah, you show up drunk. I, I'm method. No, this method. is how I'm going to do my. You come on my set drunk. No, no, I, it was intentional. I. The, the reality show that Tom Sizemore, who passed away, had is about him basically just being addicted to everything. It's just, and, and they try oh. to get him some interventions and they let the cameras in oh, there. And it's pretty brutal stuff. That. So it wasn't breaking Bonaducci, but it was something like that. It was like sizing Tom Sizemore or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he did it maybe, then he, he got some more work, you know, but there was a point where he wasn't able to get work because of this. Yeah, that's uh, too bad to hear. I didn't know that. Okay, so basically, he has saved Daphne, okay? And she's saved her from getting burned in her blue dress. She's no devil, you see. She's no devil. But she's, yeah, causing a lot of trouble. Now, comes back, and where's Joppy? What's going on with Joppy? Uh, here, I'll, I'll just play it for you. Yeah, please. He's right there. What do you mean? He's right there. He's resting. Resting? What? Wake him up. I did, I just... <laughs> How am I gonna help you out if I'm, if I'm back here fooling around with him, man? Do you need information? He didn't want that guy dead. No. Why'd you leave him with me? Do you hear right. what he said? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. You didn't want him killed. So why'd you why'd leave you? him with me? He thought he was doing like he, he's on the team. Come on, we gotta go easy. Now, she just can't believe the death, you know. He was tortured. She wasn't, it was mentally torturing. You know what I mean. Yeah, well, she went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Kidnapped. She didn't know what's going to happen to her. She doesn't know the future. Okay. They've given, she's given them the $7,000, and now Mouse is going home. All right. He's like, if you never need any help again, you're a good paying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know how to put some money in my pocket. You just give yeah, me a call. Anytime. Just give me a call. Not a problem. But, I mean, think about it. Like, if somebody gave you $40,000, I mean, that's pretty much what they're taking home in their pockets right now. Uh, Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 4500 
where is it? I've got to have it somewhere. Yeah. No? Yeah. Ah, Easy earns a total of $4,700, roughly equivalent to $49,000 in 2018. Hmm. Do you know David Allen Greer? Who's that? He's from the In Living Color. Oh, he auditioned for Mouse. And I think he might have been a good mouse. I've seen him some dramatic goals. Why'd you leave him with me if you didn't want him killed easy? Can't you see it? On Cheetle, yeah, I haven't really seen this movie, so it was cool to see this. Okay, now he is taking her back to Todd Carter. And Todd Carter is now rejecting her. Not because it would, no, but listen to how bad this is. Not because it would get out that she was half black. It's because she's half black. Doesn't that hurt? His family gave her money already. Yeah. If he was, if he wasn't a jerk, he would be like, how dare you? Did my parents give you money? That's so not cool. God, that's so like them. (laughs) I'm not like my parents. No, but he's the other way around. He is like his parents. He's like, get out of here. And now he's going to pay easy. So help me see if it's $800, what he's owed. When he said take it all, he wouldn't pay him, right, if he didn't say? So he got $200, and now he's going to get the $800. I I don't know. Let's listen. Okay, you're right. So why did he say, here, take it all, take it all? Remember? Well, he had $200 in his pocket. And he went, you know what? Here, take it all. No, but don't you remember he pulled it out, gave him $200, we thought. And then he goes, no, take it all. Remember? Maybe it was a mistake in the shooting, the script, or. You know, he could just be like, I want you out of here. And and you gone. Just here's the 800 now, here's the kicker to the movie. Here's the better thing he got than he expected. A bunch of money. He says, here is the Bible. Here are all the pictures that you've got this against Terrell now, and this will get you back in the race. And in exchange, no more cops, no more people. You know, you've got the mayor incumbent in your pocket. you got the cops in your pocket. I want total leave me the fuck alone while, he's in, while you're in office. Great. Most of the movies are up, and then he's going to open up a detective agency. He goes, I can't wait for the exciting adventures that will happen to me <laughs> week right. after week on ABC <laughs> this summer, this uh, this autumn. Easy peasy, <laughs> easy, right? Starring, starring um, not that Washington. What's his name who played um, my bad, my man, Lawrence, uh, Michael Lawrence, uh, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, yeah, as easy. <laughs> Daphne. All right, so this is, are they going to fall in love? No, they got to no. go separate ways. No, this is our melancholy exit. He did have sex in this movie. Yes, with Coretta. Right. Up here to death. That was just a coincidence, Carl. Yeah, it was. It was. I dropped her off at her brother's apartment. A fourplex in Huntington. 
Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's it. So now she and her brother are going to leave town and head back to Charleston, you know. Another broken dream from Hollywood. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's, even though it was a broken dream story and she's heading home, she was in the movie. Right. Now, look, hey. in, that's you spell it S-H-O-O. And you know a newspaper wouldn't have. Shoein? But no, maybe Shoein was spelled like, maybe the the phrase, you think like Shoein is like, he shoo, come on in, come on in, right? Like shoo, yeah, I'm shooing you in. Uh, I don't. It is the word shoe, like get out of here, but I don't understand what it means. But yeah, it's S H O O. I now think it might be us. Leaving him alone. Right. So, haha, cops. I guess this is the gif of him looking at him. Yeah. Like this so now it's like, what are you going to do now? Easy. You find a job? No, I think I'll become a private. Let's look. Some money saved up, invest in some real estate, going to business with myself. Oh, that's what Tom Sizemore said. That's right. The man, a man he killed. Oh, that's nasty beer. So, this is the end of our film, and he is, you know, now going to be launching a career as a private detective. Other novels followed, uh, other books followed, and ABC seriously considered shooting a pilot and making this into a serial uh, show for a, a minimum of a season. Now, it's just a wrap-up to the chopping down guy. Just like we started our film, we're going to end it. You know, I'm never a big fan of watching a movie knowing it's going to become a TV show. Uh-huh. Well, we... No, but knowing it's going to be like Big Hero 6, you know, there's going to be a, a Disney cartoon show with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just so. And then when other movies are like, oh, hey, it's the pal. I don't know. I, I, I don't appreciate it. But I, I can get this. Like, it is a series of novels. I don't know why it didn't become one, though. I mean, it had, I don't know. Yeah. Were there other Easy Rollin movies? No, there was books, though. You're yeah. right. That could have become a regular character of his or something. For some reason, it just wasn't a strong enough franchise for anybody to actually roll with it. But he did get this origin story made as a movie. Right. Now he gets bit by the spider. You know, mm -hmm. I want to do a movie where it ends with the guy's parents get shot in an alley. And then as, as the pearls of his mother falls to the ground, the kid looks up and then a spider bites him. <laughs> it's a good one yeah all right but this movie is a little more chill it's got to end with the neighborhood nice pan out of the 40s yeah now this is what i meant like what we're seeing on the streets we're just making the assumption it's, it's a black neighborhood you know he owns a house here this is the 40s this is where he's from and does it exist now you know what have you it's that's how the movie ends yeah oh wow Oh, this is a good movie. I like this. I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I normally go, Carl, what you think of this movie? But 
I'm going to just step out and say, that was fun. Cool. Wait, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> what, good movie. Check, Check out, out the list. The end credits. Do you think it's disrespectful to watch, not watch? Well, I do watch the, all the entirety of the credits because I like to, uh, one, like, I mean, I might skip 30 seconds depending on how SFX heavy the credits are. But I do like at the end where you get to see if they were watching a movie, the, the, they reference the movie, they credit it. Right. You know, I don't mind. I saw, like, we watched one hour and 40 minutes of it. What's another three minutes to me? You right. get to see people evolve. But I do look for, like, the, the music credits at the end, what songs played. I do look to where it's shot on location. I do mm -hmm. look for if there's a, a, a poster, I you know, they have to credit the artist or whatever. And then I at the end, stuff. they have these thanks and special thanks at the end of the movies. To I, me, it's not really thanking you. It's saying, we fucked you over somehow, and <laughs> you're not getting a real credit. So thanks. you know, Or we had to put up with you, but here's our little credit at the end. Yeah, at the way-ass end. When, right. Like you gave us money. Out. Yeah. It was a uh, God. What, I was trying to think of a movie. It was a Kevin Smith movie where he kickstarted it or something, and he listed everybody at the end. Like, you paid for this movie. <laughs> oh, or it might have been like you joined my face, my MySpace page. I forget what it was, but it was like kind of made light of it. See, here we go. This is what I want to know. Filmed entirely in Los Angeles. Who did you think the mayor had to do approve it? The film bureau had to thank it. Right? They, well, look, they're courtesy of Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby. Right. Wow. wow. That image was courtesy of that. And then we have the soundtrack listing. There's all the songs. Who's the, I that? always check the perform. I always look at the perform. Like I have, and when they go by quickly, you got to quickly look, see, you know. Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington, yeah. Some movies, like the soundtrack, you're like, yeah, I'll just listen to the soundtrack. It's all great songs. <laughs> All right, Carl. I think, well, you we'll watch till the end, I guess. I guess, yeah. Yes. Usually they do the song credits and then they do the film on location. All right, let me and tell you the tags. All right. In a world divided by black and white, Easy Rollins is about to cross the line. Cool. Private Detective Earl and Easy Rollins has been caught on the wrong side of the most dangerous secret in town. All right, see, color, lenses... Dolby, SAG-AFRA, Toronto International Film Festival, September 29th in the U.S. The locations were all Los Angeles, and that's no surprise. Denzel Washington Jefferson Be Jeffer Jennifer Beals would later appear in The Book of Eli. Denzel Washington oh, yeah, right. would later appear in Flight. In what? Flight, uh, when he flight. Was, oh, I saw that. Yeah, I'm flying. Um, well, it was he should have just kept held on to the bottles, if you ask me. All right, wow. So that has been Devil with in the Blue Dress from 1995. Carl Franken directed, Denzel Washington starred, uh, along with Beals and Tom Sizemore. We just saw a really good movie. Huh, take that. And we watched why it was on YouTube. And why did we watch it? Because we like to let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That's what we do. And we'll be doing this again next week. So, let's stream it first. Sunday at mutinyradio.fm. In fact, if you're listening now, stay tuned. Great stuff coming up 
And also check out their website. They do live comedy Fridays and Mondays. And then also subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out in a couple of days. We'll be back. Uh, Carl, great pleasure. Thank People you. check out Carl at carlsucks.com. Check out his uh, comedy shows in New With Jersey. Yeah. I'm on threads. How about that? Spiegelmania. You're on IMDb, man. You got it going on. You just show up on game shows. Come on, man. Don't sell yourself. All right. All right. Yeah, check me out. It's called Taekwondo. It was in my episode of People Puzzler that aired in March. It should be on pay per view right now. Okay, that's our show. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with This is Carl, uh, I, I, Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose. I love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. Hello, it's 6 o'clock, and it's time for the Joke Workshop at Mutiny Radio. Say hello, everybody. Say hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Yay. Uh, because we have a small list, we're going to have everyone get five minutes. At four minutes, you'll hear this. I'll try to do it on a punchline, like Pam does. Oh, I'm Lauren Kraut. I'm your host for this evening. And on the board, over here, please give a warm welcome to Scotto on the board, doing the ones and ones and twos. 
Yay. Okay, we have a good lineup tonight. Everybody give a warm welcome for Newman Shake, number one comedian coming up for the stage. Yay. Come on, give a warm welcome. Thanks, guys. Happy Monday. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I don't have a lot of Indian friends because uh, I like to feel special about myself. But uh, me and my token Indian friend, we were talking recently and he was like, Newman, I want to get in touch with Indian culture. And I was like, yeah, man, you should go for it. And uh, the next time I met him, he had an Indian accent, which he didn't have before. That was new. And I don't know, man, I feel like having an Indian accent to be part of it, part of Indian culture is like sexually harassing women to be part of Italian culture. Like that's not how that works, you know? And so I asked him, like, why he was talking like that. And uh, he said he was starting a yoga class to seem authentic to white people. And I was like, that's just great marketing right there. Like, I'll be honest, if this entire audience was white right now, I'd be doing an Indian accent. Like, right now, it'd be very different. Yeah, no, another thing about Indian people is, like, we're not seen as, like, traditionally attractive in, like, media. And I think that's really unfair. Because I was talking to, like, one of my gay friends recently. And he was like, Newman, I really like hairy men. And I was like, you'll love my uncles. You know, like that's... Yeah, um, my friend's girlfriend died recently. And I wanted to comfort him. But, like, all I could come up with was like, hey, man, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, he didn't like that. Um, I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. Like, my friend, she got a DUI recently. And her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're an alcoholic, Jan. I don't know what sign that is, but it's not a good one. Like, I feel like we're going to a point where, like, astrology is going to be used like, a legal defense. Like, there will be lawyers in court. Like, you know what? My client did kill eight people. Because that's just what happens when you're a fire sign. Mercury's in retrograde. It's just what happens. Um... I don't think I can, like, really share things with my parents anymore. Like, I can't call my mom and be like, you know what, I had a spoonful of peanut butter for lunch today because I spent too much money on Molly. Like, that's where my life is right now. Um, They're getting rid of abortion, and that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Like, if they're going to force a woman to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory where it belongs. Um, yeah. Um, I'm part of Gen Z, but I think Gen Z and millennials are pretty much the same. You know, like, we're really progressive and, like, really poor. I think the only difference between, like, Gen Z and millennials, I feel like millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house only to be really disappointed. And then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher. You know, that would be a nice thing to have. Um, I feel like the Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature on your phone because that's a feature that makes you feel bad about using the product too much. Like no other company can get away with that. Like McDonald's can't have a thing where they're like, if you come here more than three times a week, we're gonna call you a fat fuck. You know, that's not something they can do. Um, I got a girlfriend recently, and yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm learning a lot from her, mostly because she's in her 60s, 
Like, I'm learning so much about arthritis in the Vietnam War. It's great. Yeah, and no, I think, no, that's a good thing. Like, I think we complete each other in a way. Like, I bring, like, energy and youth, and she brings money. So that's really nice. But I don't think this relationship's going to be long-term, though, mostly because I don't think she's going to last long-term. And also, like, she wants me to choke her in bed. And I'm not a strong person, but neither are, like, old women next, you know? So it's, it's weird. Okay. All right. I think that's all I have to try today. Give it up for your hosts, guys. Yay, Newman. I forgot to say before that we uh, can give feedback if anybody wants it. And after the jokes, uh, Newman, did you want feedback? Yeah? Anybody have anything to say? You can go up to the microphone, please. I had one too, Newman. Um, on a couple of the ones that you said with my uncles, um, you, there's an opportunity for you to get more um, fun out of it. Go get more specific with it, like Uncle Harry is Harry, or you know, <laughs> like that. Just um, go on with it. And also with the, I wanted to say do more with the share with parents of the things that you share with them or don't want to share with them. And I love the fat fuck line in the '60s with the. Older lady, that was great. Anybody else have any comments? Yes, go ahead. Come up to the mic, please. If there's a standing mic. Hi, I thought you were very funny. I wanted to hear you do an impression of your friend doing a fake Indian accent. I thought that would be nice. <laughs> Sorry. And then I, uh, like Lauren said, like you do a really good job. You have good jokes and you have clean delivery. But if you expand into those a little bit more, those are just a little bit of like more examples to just really, you know, make it where people can't breathe. Because those are really good starters. And then if you just keep going and going and going, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. So what Lauren said exactly. I'm just uh, backing it up. You exactly what I say, and I need to have a microphone and be able to own that. So, thank you very much. All right, thanks very much. Give it up for Newman. Yay! Your next comedian coming to the stage. Please give it up for Charlie Moore. Is the mic working? There we go. Hell yeah. I've never figured out how to get this, and when I pull it off the stand, it usually breaks. So, what's up? Uh, born and raised in San Francisco. San Francisco's a very white city. San Francisco's so white that growing up, all of my black friends were Indian. <laughs> yeah. My nickname in high school was Monica, which is what it sounds like when Indian kids say, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I fell in love with a girl from a yearbook earlier this afternoon. I was digging through the atlas, and I found this yearbook, and I see this girl, and she is gorgeous. And it broke my heart when I realized that she and I would never 69, because this was the class of 69. Yeah. 
I was so in love with her. I started trying to find everything I could find about her. I looked for her Instagram, no Instagram. Looked for her Facebook, no Facebook. The only place I could find this girl's profile was the local obituary. And that was sad. Very sad. All right, stick to Indian jokes. Got it. <laughs> um, I was reading this article earlier. This guy got sentenced to five years in prison and had to register as a sex offender for streaking at the World Series. I think that's ridiculous, right? Like five years in prison for streaking at the Little League World Series? That is ridiculous, right? Like, I don't know. I'm Gen Z. I've been watching porn since I was nine years old. The only thing that old man is giving those kids is realistic expectations. That's all he's doing. Uh, I played Division Three basketball. There's three levels to college basketball, for those of you who don't know. There's Division One, which is sponsored by Gatorade. Division Two, which is sponsored by Powerade. And Division Three, which is sponsored by Financial Aid. I love it. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm salty. Like, the only reason I'm not playing Division One basketball with my height and size is because I refused to listen to my racist swimming coach when he told me to quit swimming. That finally worked. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just annoying to me. We actually, we did play against the Division One team. And to be honest, it was a fun game. We're pretty good. Like, we only lost by 17 points. We played the University of Vermont. Women's team. But that's... Yeah, like Division Three is the only level of college basketball where at halftime the players work the concession stand. Yeah. Uh, I like to date girls who had shitty ex-boyfriends before me because when I treat them like the queen they are, they act like a once-broke rapper that just moved into a mansion. It's like an episode of MTV Cribs. She's like, hey, girl, remember, blah, 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 I forget. Yeah, I don't know. She's always, they're always flexing their stuff. They're like, hey, hey. Check the neck. Check the neck. Bruise free. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I think one of the cool things about growing up is we learned to be proud of the things we were insecure about as kids. Like me, I was always ashamed of being like the whitest black guy ever. And it's not like I was ever ashamed of my white half or anything, white power. It's just that, it's just that as I've gotten older, I don't know. I've realized that when cartoons need a white character to say the N-word, I can be that guy who does it. That's all it is. Um, I think I'm finally over my ex-girlfriend at this point. Yeah, I think I'm finally over her, and I'm pretty cool. Like, I didn't even smile back at her when she smiled at me in my dream last night. I didn't. Like, I don't know. Did I arrange a threesome with one girl who kind of looked like her and another girl who had the same name as her just so I could appropriately say her name during sex? No. That'd be weird, right? Like, I haven't even thought about her in three months. We haven't even talked in three months. 29 days. I think it was like three hours and nine seconds last time I checked. Uh, no, like, it's been a very long time since her funeral, to be quite honest. So, some of these jokes are just sad and not true. Uh, what do I want to try? Uh, I was a weird kid growing up. Uh, I think I'm still growing up, but one of the things that helped me is I took this online douchebag course that taught me that the easiest way to seem cool is just to do things to the side. For instance, if I want to seem cool to you guys, I'll take my head to the side, take my mouth to the side, lean to the side, and start talking out of my ass. That's all I'll do. All right, that one sucked. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. <laughs> Charlie Moore, everybody. Yay. Anybody, ha did you have anyone get feedback? Anybody have any feedback? <laughs> Mark? Mic check, one, two. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, so 
I like that you went back with the um, the dead chick. That was good. <laughs> and I think that it's though this is gonna sound douchey because I didn't take the same course you did, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like there was really a punchline with the um her being in the obituary. I, I understand that is kind of funny and, and inherently, but then you you could kind of like go into the fact that like now you're a necrophiliac, right? Or at least now that you now you maybe you feel like one, even if even if you don't go with the necrophiliac thing, I still think that there's there's more to that that you can you can add yeah. um, to the beginning of it, and then the fact that you bring it back at the end is really cool. So it's like I think that joke is funny. Yeah, it has legs, and Sweet. then I think you should expand on the um, the Monica. Mm-hmm. I'd make sure I really said that white and not Indian. The the the, the uh, that that joke. And being expand on being an SF native because there's not a lot of them in comedy, especially you know at this point in, in stage in the game. So mm-hmm. overall, it's great, dude. You're awesome. Thanks. Anybody else have any comments? Oh, my notes were about the little league joke. Um, I like it when you specifically harp in on someone to tell you whether it's fair or unfair because yeah. it kind of puts them in a position where then you're like. Ah, Little League World Series. And also, I lost Little League, the actual wording, a little bit, just because mm-hmm. it was so fast and to the side. So, like, still enunciate it, yeah. but, but make it obviously funny. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else have any comments? Ooh. No? Okay. Thanks very much. Charlie Moore, everybody. Yay. <laughs> Your next comic coming to the stage, please give a warm welcome, everybody, to Katema Casilva. Yay! Four more years. Four more years. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing? Cool, man. I like, <laughs> yeah, we're all high as fuck right now. Uh, give it up for all the comics, especially me. We're trying some new material. You got to be brave to come up here with some new material. Uh, this is a new bit that I'm working on. You know, men, we run the world, let's be honest. We got banks. Chase Bank, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. That's some manly fucking shit. I think women should have their own banks. And I, I'm coming up with the name, but what do you think of these names? The Yas Bank, the Queen's Bank, right? Also, like, you got a checking account or a saving account. It's not going to be called checking or saving account. It's going to be called tight pussy account. Okay, that didn't work, see? Uh, here's my impression of the devil laughing. <laughs> I don't like bubble baths. I just, I, I just don't like bubble baths. And there's a story behind it because uh, I was seven years old and I was taking a bubble bath. Right, I had the bubbles. I had like, like street sharks. Yeah, right. I'm having a good time. I'm seven years old. My mom kicks the door and she throws up. Right. My mom's an alcoholic. There's fucking red wine on my fucking face while I'm taking a bubble bath. I'm like, ah, right. And my mom's an alcoholic, and I like she overcame it, which is good. You know, let's give it up for my mom not drinking anymore. It's good. But uh, she was really bad, especially on my birthday. I like chocolate cake. My mom didn't give me a chocolate cake for my birthday. She got me rum cake instead, right? And she also misspelled my name. I was like, "What the fuck, mom? Like that's not cool." Okay, that didn't work. That's awesome. Okay, I thought that was gonna be the hitter. Okay. Uh, I was in Tijuana, and I, I went to a bar. I went to a couple strip clubs. You know, that's what I like to do for fun. And uh, there was a Mexican cartel guy sitting right next to me, right? And uh, we were cool. We had both Bandelo, Negro. You know, we had a good time. And we're smoking, chilling. And uh, 
he started talking about religion. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever you want to believe in, man, that's cool. Uh, but, you know, I believe women should have their own rights. And he, he looked at me. He's like, oh, I, I agree. But I don't, I, I don't think women should get an abortion. I was like, dude, you're a fucking cartel gangster. What the fuck are you talking about? You kill people for fun. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, cartel. Uh, let's try a little bit of crowd work. What are three things that you would sell at a pawn shop? Anybody? A watch? Guitar? A phone? Pussy. That's Tijuana, but okay, that's close enough. Uh, I don't like when people say, oh, I manifest and everything's going to work out. I'm a manifest brain power. <sighs> I'm going to start manifesting the, those people who keep saying that shit to me. Just get the fuck away from me. Like, I like positive energy, but get the fuck away from me. Like, take that shit somewhere else. Also, like, here's another thing about myself I don't like. I don't like getting compliments. I hate compliments. I just don't. And, like, when women give me compliments, like, hey, handsome, in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck do you want, bitch? Like, I'm not buying you a drink. Leave me alone. Like, that's, like, I'm, like, leave me alone. Bye. But you know who gives the best compliments? Gay black men. I was in Oakland, and this, this African man was like, hey, hey, Tarzan. I'm like, oh, my God, me? You're talking about me? Oh, shit, thanks. <laughs> Ooh, hey, hey, stop touching me. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, that kind of worked. Cartel. Oh, this is, okay. Where can you find a gay assassin? In the closet. I know, sorry. I had to. I had to. <laughs> These are all high jokes, so, you know. I was kidnapped once. It's, it's, it was scary. But they were nice. You know, they had, like, Sega. They got Capri Sun and shit. And they had the ransom letter. And I, I snuck out and looked at the ransom letter. And I looked at the guy. I was like, hey, man, uh, you, you misspelled my name. It's actually C-U, not Q-U. <laughs> He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, oh. Okay, no. Nope. Not with that. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Queens Banks, what's okay? We did that. I don't want people to say. I I think I'm pretty. Oh yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty good. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, right, please you. critique me so I can get better. Don't be a wuss. Be honest. Go ahead, Charlie. Hey, anybody have feedback, Mark? Yeah, I got something just real quick. Go uh, for it. You said Yas Bank. Yeah. Queens uh, Bank. Queens Bank, and then yeah, you should. I think you should uh, Yas Queen. Oh, yes, Queens Bank. Uh, so that is the group of three, right? Oh. But God bless. It was great. You're amazing. I love you. Okay. Yes, Bank. Charlie? And abortions is a really funny premise. And I think there's a joke to be made about how, like, he would rather women keep the baby so he can blow them up in the hospital <laughs> or something like that. Okay. Blow up the babies. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, so, so wait 20 years. Wait 20 years till the baby. <laughs> Anybody else, please, please, please. The bubble bath and your mom, there was something there with the chocolate cake and the rum cake. I don't know. I thought you could develop it and explore it more because it was a very interesting story. You want me to, like, sell it, like, you got to smell that chocolate cake? Yeah. You know, like, the, 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 what do you mean, like, try to, like, well, I don't know. Maybe there's a there's a joke between about it being in not chocolate but rum, mm -hmm. and how that affected you. Oh. Oh. A rum oh yeah. Bottle. There you go. A rum bottle and the cake. Anybody else? Please, please help me out. Rum. Oh, 
Because Okay, I, I, you, so. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Okay, I like that. I was thinking more like, okay, like I said, oh, what, here's my impression of the devil laughing, <laughs> right? And then I do another bit, blah, 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 blah. And then I go to the side, <laughs> and like, well, I, I, I don't know. But I like what you're doing, like, instead of, Mah, I could do some, <laughs> I got to write more devil jokes, but you inspire me. I'll write more, you know, uh, Hell Satan. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, anybody else? Please, please. Anyone be, else? Be mean. Yeah. I don't care. You can say I'm fat. I don't care. Just tell me what. Okay, you guys. No? Are sensitive. All right. Such a San Francisco crowd. All right, I love <laughs> it. All right, y'all. My name is Quatamo. Peace. Thank you. Yay, Quatamo. Yay. Next comedian coming to the stage. Please give a warm welcome to Siobhan Nadan. Did I say that? Hi guys, I'm going to be telling a lot of jokes today. Sorry, I try to do my Indian accent. How y'all got doing? You know, on the way here, um, this homeless guy tried to stop me. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, yo, you got some toilet paper? So I just gave him a dollar bill, because obviously I didn't have toilet paper on me. But then he got really upset. You know, he's like, I asked for toilet paper. And then he just wiped his ass with, you know, the dollar bill. And then I was really high. I thought to myself, man, I was like, man, why are humans the only species that require toilet paper? Right? <laughs> How nervous do we get after taking a fat ass shit and then finding out there's no toilet paper? <laughs> Fucked up. My girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend now, left me because she said I couldn't afford toilet paper. Not because I couldn't afford it, ladies and gentlemen. I just didn't have it at the time. And things got a little shitty. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, another thing, man. I saw this homeless guy uh, holding up a sign. He's like, please help me out, you know, collecting money for a sex change. I was like, damn, man. This would be a perfect time to bring back Pimp My Ride, right? But instead of pimping rides, Exhibit would be like, hey, I'm, I'm Exhibit, and I'm here to pimp your gender. <laughs> <laughs> you know, safety first, man. Maybe inside their car. I don't know if you guys remember Pimp My Ride. You know, they choose an individual that's struggling with his car. They pimp his ride. So, yeah, I'm saying, you know. A person who's in need for a sex change. Damn, it's just I'm just butchering the shit out of this. But they be in the conference room like, yeah, man, you know, I heard that he, uh, he's done uh, with his dick, so we're going to hook him up with a new pussy. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, what else do I want? I got an uncle. I got an uncle who smokes crack. He's open about it too, man. Everybody knows who he smokes crack. He's proud, you know. His mom knows. My grandmother knows. But he's a closet homosexual. Doesn't you know? Doesn't make sense. 
because he's told us about how he had to suck dick for crack. <laughs> Funny thing is, he's always had money. <laughs> so either he's <laughs> either he's really stingy, <laughs> or he must really like dick. Uh, I remember the first time we found out, or at least you know he we found out he was gay. Um, so this is what happened, you know. Um, I watched porn for the first time when I was like 10 years old, straight porn. You know, it was my dad's collection. I snuck in and I watched uh, I watched it. And then the next day I went to my cousins and I tried telling them, I was like, yo, man, have you ever seen porn? They're like, nah. I was like, man, I'm pretty sure your dad's, you know, got a collection. He's like, oh, bro, say less. So then, you know, the week after I see my cousin, I was like, hey, man, did you happen to find a collection? He's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, what happened, man? <laughs> I was like, what happened, dog? He's like, yeah, I watched it. I was like, and? He's like, there's two dudes. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. One of them was my dad. <laughs> Terrible. He used to do crackhead things too, man. Um, I remember he was my uh, my nine-year-old's birthday, you know, my 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 nephew's birthday party, and uh, he was, pout you know, we were me and my cousins, we were smoking weed in the back, and he was just pouting around. And I was like, hey, uncle, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he was like, look at you guys. You're smoking weed. I bet you if I pulled out my crack pipe, everybody would start tripping. I'm like, I'm like, no shit, man. It's a nine-year-old's birthday party. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? Um, that's my uncle. Um, damn, yeah, man, uh, that's all I have. Yay, Siobhan, yay! I would love the feedbacks. I would love you guys' feedbacks. Anybody have any feedback? You're hella funny and I love you. I don't have any critiques. You're just really, you're really comfortable on stage and uh, just keep writing. You're awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm going to tell you the truth. No, the, the, the pimp, pimp my gender, I think you got to be more like animated with it. Like, so like, pretend you're a guy like, hey, I'm Chris and I'm DMX. I came to pimp out Chris and he turns around. He's like, you could spin. You could be more animated too. like DMX is on the left. I mean, exhibits on the left side and the transgender person right, is on the right, right side. Right, right. And, you know, hey, Chris got big titties now. What do you think, guys? And also has like fucking lava lamps. Like, I don't know, something like pimp it out. Like, right, how will you right, pimp right. out the body? This has a fucking you could charge your tit. You could charge your phone on on his fucking dick now. I don't know. Like pimp it out, like pimp out the body. Thank you, There's bro. an ashtray in his ass. I don't know. Some, something weird. <laughs> I don't know. I, right, I don't know. Right, uh, right. What else? Uh, can you name an exhibit song too? Like, Come on, I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, does anybody know an exhibit song? Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 X. Oh, oh fuck. Well, maybe some people don't know. I don't. I forgot. Multiply. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're old. I don't know, but okay. <laughs> and, and then what else? What else? Uh, I love you. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't know what the fuck that was, but that was hot. My exhibit. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, your uncle's uh, crackhead. Like, I don't know. Like, did you ever like find his crack pipe in the bathroom or something? I don't know. Like, something there. Like, you see him suck dig in the corner. Like, what the fuck, Eddie? Like, hey, sorry, kid. You know, I don't know. Has he ever stole anything from you? I don't know. It's probably personal, but you don't have to. You no, can no, no, 
you can, you, yeah, you can make it up too. Like you stole you. my niece's fucking, uh, fucking PlayStation, whatever. Right, right. Um, that birthday party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, is there like gluten free crack or something? Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's all I got for all right, right thank now. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Right on. All right, give it up for Giovanni then. Yay! And your next comedian, is he, here he is, right here. Going to the stage, please warm welcome, Mark Neuer. Dude, he caught it. Make a laugh for Spencer, ladies and gentlemen. This microphone is really loud. How are we feeling? Are we feeling better? Is it, it's, uh, I'm, maybe I'm just too close. How are we doing? Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not fucking their faces with my voice too hard. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, you're telling me, man. We took Pet My Ride way, uh, for granted way too much. We really did. I did. I remember watching it as a kid, and I was like, I'm going to get a fucked up car when I get older. And Exhibit's going to come fucking fix it for me. He's going to put an Xbox, you know, Xbox original in there. Right when you get in, just, oh, it's the Halo theme song. Great. We took it for granted. I think we took uh, To Catch a Predator for granted, too, to be honest. I think we did. You know, that show ended um, because, like, a, a sitting Congress mayor... Gov- maybe a governor got caught on that show, and he killed himself. And they got it like, um, like other than the bullet going through his head, they got it all on video. Like they, the raid, the sound of the gunshot going off, the whole deal. And I feel like isn't that the goal of the show though? That should have been the overall like that should have been written into the script. I think what it was. Well, it was actually an Epstein guy, and it was either himself or, you know, the Clintons were going to do it or whoever, you know, Epstein himself would have done it. He would have got caught because I bet he would have squealed right there on national television. You know, like, I'll give names. I'll start giving names right now. Fuck it. You're wondering what's wrong with my hand. Um, that, that's, um, that's a symptom of being a white male. See my hand? It's, uh, it's I, had, I had a Kyle moment. Um, I beat up a wall. Well, the wall beat me up. It was a mutual. It was mutual. You should see the other guy, you know, the wall. And after my outburst, I, uh, I got real drunk, and I cried. And I looked at my hand, and I cried more, and I was like, fucking hell, yeah. Fuck Christmas. And I went online. I went online while I'm drinking my monster, and uh, that's, a, that's a white guy, Kyle, reference, right? A, a, guy, a white guy named Kyle that drinks monsters and has a tattoo of a Halo a video game on his arm like I do, punches the wall, and I'm in the pocket, baby. I am the pocket. Um, pocket pussy, just fuck me! I went online, I went on betterhelp.com, and I, and I signed myself up. I took the little questionnaire and asked you all these crazy questions. 
and said, do you, what kind of therapist would you prefer, a male, a female, a non-binary, a, a person of color, a queer, trans, LGBTQ proponent? Uh, and, I, and I was like, I don't know. I clicked all of them, right? And then it told me that it was going to give me one, like it would, it would give me one that would, a, a therapist that checked all of those boxes. I was like, that's not really what I want, though. And I went to the next page, and that's where it told me it would be $250 a month. And I went right back to OnlyFans. There's, I don't, I don't need, I don't need it that bad. 30 bucks a month on OnlyFans, plus it's pay per message. You're looking at like maybe 130 a month. Right on a punchline. Good. The horn can laugh. Fuck all of you. I don't care. Can't wait to die. Venmo me. I will sell this jacket right now and go home <laughs> wet and cold. I'll do it, too. I will do it. All right. Thank you. Come on, you can give me everybody. feedback. Uh, any comments? Comments? Are you coming to the to the No? Okay, I have a comment. Um, when you said to catch a predator written into the script, I love that. And I thought bonus points for, and then give a list of different things that he can get for <laughs> bonus points right. when the guy shoots himself. Because that you're right, that is the ultimate thing that they want to do. They, they don't want to just catch him. They want to put an end to him, and he's right. doing it himself. So, But it's... It's sick, but it, it's it's a it's very funny. Yeah, the goal should be for them to die. Yeah. Right. And and, and it's just well, because they're fucking kids. You know what the show is, right? I'm not talking to like some like yeah. super young audience. The, the people fuck kids, okay? They get off it's to it. They think predator. about it. Predator. It's to kill. They're the predators, predator, right? They're right. they're the bad guys. Yeah. Fucking no, kill them. I em. get it. I you get kill them. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. I thought it was fucking funny. It you know, that's why I just it have sadistic funny. thoughts, though. I want to hurt people. It's like uh, problems. Too soon. <laughs> and I also love the therapist joke. Thank I thought you. that was great. That's real. I, I, that just happened last night. God yeah. bless. Thank what, God. What did you say that you go back to holding hands? Is that what you said? When you? Oh, no, it's uh, OnlyFans. It's, only? a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cam girl. It's like a porn. It's like amateur porn. It's these chicks online. There's more to this, like... You know, they're, they're, I could find the best therapist on OnlyFans, you know. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're just, they're, they're you know, and I love them, but they're whores, right? I love whores, and that, that's what they are, and they're great for me. Okay. It's just, I, I could. No, I love whores. There's nothing I wrong. I couldn't hear it. I, I like, said holding hands. I really enjoy, holding hands doesn't do it for no, me. No, no, that wouldn't do it. I, I, lo I love whores. There's nothing wrong with, I, someone's got to love them, and I'm, I'm that guy. So what's wrong with that? You're welcome. Mark Noyer's that guy. Um, Give it up for Mark Neuer, everybody. Yay! Your next comedian is new to the room, I think, Haley Klarfeld. Please give it up, Haley. Hi. Hey, how's it going? What a space. What a space we've found ourselves in. On the stage? Wow. The whole time I was back there, I was like, I don't know if it's going to be up there. This almost feels like the spot. It might be here. No, OK. 
Okay. okay. I was driving here and I saw a sign and it said soft shoulder. <laughs> I thought to myself, thank you. Saw another sign and it just said stop. I was like, you fucking stop. Very flirty signs. Very flirty signs. And the next sign I saw, it was just like, hey, I know we just met, but like, I really like your body. And like, I think that, like, maybe we would hit it off sometime. I was like, whew, a lot, a lot from these signs here in San Francisco. Wow. Uh, McDonald's is my favorite restaurant. I know it's not like the cutest reveal, it's not like the cutest thing about me. Um, but I've never once left McDonald's thinking, like, I think the chef is having an off day. Like, they've got the B team in there. Not one, every time I'm like, God fucking damn it! Again! Done it again. Um, my, my, favorite, my favorite parts of that joke are referring to McDonald's as a restaurant and um, mentioning a chef. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I feel like there's this unwritten rule with people who are in relationships that when they're drinking, only one of them could be having a good time. <laughs> like the moment one of them lets their hair down and like makes eye contact with another person or like dances, it's like, David, what are you doing? Get back here. We talked about this. It's going to be my night. David sit, <laughs> David stay. It was nice for a moment over here, remember that moment? That was sweet. Uh, this is my impression of, this is my impression of the man on the neighborhood watch sign. It was this. That was that was indulgent to do it twice just now. Woof. Um, hmm. Nice. I feel like pine cones are the sequins of the forest. I won't lie. Like I I do like it when you laugh. <laughs> I do prefer it, but like the, that, that silence, it's almost, it's almost sweeter. It's like we, could you imagine not hearing the raindrops right now? <laughs> shh, 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 <laughs> silly, uh, silly raindrops. Um, hmm, what else? Oh, I was at a bar recently, and a man sat down next to me, and a couple minutes later, he leaned in and was like, am I bothering you? I just have to say, like, if you ever find yourself asking another person that, you're probably bothering them, but, but what happened next is, what was really troubling, and it's it's what's hard to even uh, relive and share with you all, because what happened next was I found myself saying things to him, like, cool leather jacket. 
Um, okay, decadent, indulgent, but like this, this was the moment over here when I was kind of like in the court. So nice. Uh, this has been, this has been, um, this has been something new. So thanks, everybody. Bye. Hey, Clapfield. Yay. The concept of feedback is so scary to me, but I'm here for it. Anybody have any questions? Oh, okay. Uh, I love the bit where you're like, you know, when you have a relate, like you have a partner, your boyfriend, I don't know what it's like, but uh, you go on a date and you're the only one who gets a drink. I want you to sell it to me. Pretend you got a cup in your hand and you're already fucked up. You want to pregame that shit. I, I was, that's what I was picturing. When you said you let your hair down, I don't know, maybe because I'm a typical guy, I want you to like to burp. Like, I'm at the party with my boyfriend, Charles. <laughs> Charles watch tie my hair. I don't know. Like I want you to tell me more yeah. story about like you getting drunk when you're, you know, yeah. you know, in the relationship. I don't know if you're a good drunk or funny drunk or your partner's a funny drunk. I don't know. Like I, I thought you were gonna tell me more about that. Yeah. Uh what else? You're you're likable on stage. That's a good thing. A lot of people are not likable on stage. Uh no, it's true. It's all, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Um, what else? Uh keep going. Just keep writing. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. I'd like to, um, with the signs, I thought you could do a whole bunch of signs like slow, wide turn were the two that came to mind and, and act them out. Yeah. I thought that would be good. That would be fun. Thank you. You I've tried a couple different ones. Those two are my favorite, but I need to think about them. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was going to comment on that joke too. I think the last joke being as the, as the like point of that is that it's super and actually uh, sexually suggestive signs just make it more, more apparent because you were like, uh, I really like you, and it could be like, girl, I see you, yeah. <laughs> or or something. All right, very good. Thank you, Haley. <laughs> Yay. And your next comedian, comedian coming to the stage, please give it up for Dominion. There he is. Yay! Oh, Lauren thinks I'm a piece of ass. She's like coming to the stage. <laughs> Next, I'll play that ass shaking music. All right. <laughs> Not going to happen, Lauren. And just because I'm just. take off anywho well hello everybody hello um mutiny and lauren i think you're doing a really good job and everybody i'm enjoying being here with everyone so uh why is the ocean salty <laughs> because the sky is bigger all right yeah that's um so everyone's familiar with the escape from alcatraz triathlon it's an event where 2,000 athletes start at Alcatraz. They swim a mile and a half in cold, choppy water to San Francisco, then ride a bike through the city's hills for 18 miles and finish the race running an eight-mile trail. Yeah. Years ago, a 40-something-year-old who's not so handicapped for missing one arm placed in the top 20. Yeah. <clears throat> the guy was interviewed after the competition and quoted saying, I would have finished sooner if I wasn't swimming in circles at the start. Yeah. What do old television sets and women share in common? So terrible. 
when they start acting up, you can usually go back to watching the game in peace after a good smack. I know. Oof. This is terrible. This <laughs> is bad. Um, so a lot of new comics have jo talk, tell jokes about jerking off. I'm going to talk about picking my nose. Yeah, I, I'll admit it's an unsavory habit, but it feels really good. And when you have wide nostrils, it makes rum and drink around super inviting. I'm also a switch picker, so I can pick as equally well with both hands. Uh, but I hate when I cut my fingernails because I hate when I cut my fingernails because that's when it's the hardest to get a clean pick and flick. After cutting my nails, I usually have to reach really far and have to. I have to really reach and stretch my end. Not asleep here. Hold on for a moment. Damn it. All right, I want to scratch that one. So anyways, I'm from a dangerous part of the East Bay called the East Bay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bleak. Um, when I leave San Francisco after spending a day here, then going back to the East Bay, it's like coming down really hard off drugs. Um, after spending a day here where there's museums and culture, you go back to where the bay is spelt B-A-B-A-E. Yeah, you go from grand openings to grand closings. Saw three of my East Bay friends on uh, Facebook dressed in flannel, uh, head to toe. And they were all headed to a pajama jam and the post read, go outside and enjoy the colors. And I said to myself, no, nah, I'm going to stay inside and avoid the gunfire. Yeah. You can't really go too many places out there, ever. Like, when the sun goes down, be in the house. Because fuck Freddy Krueger. <laughs> they, they don't sleep out there. <laughs> Fucking Tweaker City. Like, you guys have it good with the homeless out here in San Francisco. At least they just attack their own. everywhere like packs of pit bulls just around the fucking corner at any fucking moment getting ready to attack someone's mom comes out the fucking front with a gun and a frying pan it's like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> that's like everywhere like i said a dangerous part of the east bay called the east bay are you from the east bay ma'am okay you look like you're friendly that's okay <laughs> That's okay. All right, everyone. Well, have a good night. I just kind of bullshit on that last part because I fucked up the booger joke. Have a good one. That's, oh. Thank, that's I'm, my time. Short and sweet like my penis. All right, great. Thank you. Communion, thank you. Anybody have any comments? Do you have a comment? Anybody have any feedback? No? All right. Give it up for Dominion Sims, everybody. Yay. Is Ray Khan here? No? Okay. Then your next comedian is Spencer. It's you. Spencer Devine. Yay. Woo. to see him we don't mind while he eats a praline because we know he's been watching him and just waiting to eat one I don't care I don't I don't care who wins that race everyone loses
fuck you guys. Ah, ah, oh my god. Um, so this was a joke for Ray, but he's not here, so he'll I'll tell him that I told it on the radio. And then he'll come to the show and I won't tell him about it. And then he'll have to listen to it later. Um, so this is my impression of uh, six geese a laying. Thank you. <laughs> oh, shit, Linda, it's not what it looks like. It's not, oh, no, these are, we're, we're just flying south, Linda. We're just flying south. Don't worry about it. Okay, thank you. Um, I think that mythical creatures are safe at because every time someone believes in a mythical creature, there's some know-it-all asshole who uses science to explain it away. So uh, Someone's like, oh, man, I love unicorns. Wait a minute. Did you know that unicorns actually existed? It's probably just the narwhal, you know, because they got the horn like that and they just got confused. Okay. Fine. Uh, oh man. Oh man, do you did you know do you know about uh um you know about Bigfoot? Oh, I believe in Bigfoot. Actually, did you know that Bigfoot is actually was just a pile of wigs in the woods, you know? It's like I I, I God forbid that you see anything magical cuz it's just going to get explained away. You're like Oh, man, I was abducted by aliens. And then someone comes along and they're like, oh, man, Spencer was molested in, ch in Chile. <laughs> oh, no. That's why the cows are so afraid. Uh, I hate when I, because I, I, I smoke cigarettes. And I hate when someone's walking by me on the sidewalk and they're like, eh, 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 eh. When your smoke's not going anywhere near them, because it's just a passive-aggressive way of saying, I don't like you. I'm going to let you. Now, I secretly hope that one day someone's mocking me and coughing, and that turns into an actual coughing. And then deep somewhere in their subconscious, it unlocks a new kink that they didn't even know that they had. And now they can never get off unless they're coughing. And... And eventually they smoke the cigarettes because it's the only way to keep up with appearances. They can't let people know that they're a deviant. Um, people say that cigarettes are going to kill me, but you, you know what else could kill me? Literally anyone or anything at any time for any reason. I don't know you people, not really. Uh, yeah, Mauricio could be in the back like, oh, today was the day of my father's death. 25 years ago, he was killed by a dick joke. I swear the first dick joke I hear, did he just say erect to DVD? Bang, 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 and that's how I die. And Mauricio did it, just so if the, if the police ever listen to this radio show, you'll, you'll know. Uh, they're like Spencer. If you smoke cigarettes, you can't. You can't go. You can't go skydiving. You know they won't even let you take cigarettes on the plane. And I'm like, what's the fucking harm in it? What, how long am I gonna have them? This is gonna be, like, you know. And now there's a bunch of geese smoking, and they needed the image boost. That's cool. 
Not even the people who invented skydiving wanted to go skydiving. They were crashing. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, we need a hobby fast to live. You think the first guy who was running with the bulls wanted to do that shit? No, he was running from the bulls. And someone's like, oh, hey, can we join you? And he's like, no, I'm dying. Uh, and that's that. I've been Spencer Devine. Thank you so much. Yay! Spencer, I love the thing with the six keys. I love the act out. That was great. Uh, oh, don't, don't, don't wait. All right. Your next comedian coming to the stage is new to the area, and please welcome him, Dakota Price. Yay! Hello, hello, everyone. It's me, Dakota Price. And uh, I just want you all to know that I'm imagining you naked, not because I'm nervous, but because I like it. All right, I'm looking at you. <laughs> no, it's going to get awkward up here, man. I'm here to ask the serious questions, man. And uh, one of those serious questions I like to ask is, uh, have you ever had macaroni so good it fucked your mouth? Well, I have, though I often have sexual experiences with food. By that, I mean I end up in the corner covered in greasy fluids, sticking my finger in the pizza box like, oh, you dirty bitch. What did you do to me? And then my asshole hurts afterwards. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm from the South. I have a Southern dad, and I have a hippie mom. So I just got to deal with the weird shit like, you know, I'm spiritual, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, my mom passed away a few years ago. It was kind of sudden, kind of crazy, out of, out of the blue. And my dad, <laughs> he just immediately went to witchcraft. Like, he was telling me six months ago, he was like, so, son, I'm going to go down to New Orleans, and I'm going to get me one of them voodoo priests just to bring your mom back just for a day so I can have sex with her one last time. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do with this information, Father. No, man, I grew up with some fucking weird parents. My parents are young, man. They were really young. They were, uh, they were in their 20s when they had me. And uh, that just means that I've seen my parents fucking more than I probably should have. <laughs> like, they were like horny teenagers, man. You leave them alone for 15 minutes, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, uh, you know, being from the South, I'm told not to talk about things like uh, politics and religion. But I want to talk about religion because I think that shit's fucking hilarious. Like communion, right? We know what that is. The Lord's Supper. Why are we having the Lord's Supper for breakfast? Uh, anyway, no, it's the, it's the blood of Christ and the body of Christ. And uh, we spend all this time talking about the body and the blood, knowing that they grant our salvation. But what about the come? What about the come of Christ? What can that shit do? Is that how you get Baldwin's? <laughs> No, uh, I even know how we could serve it at communion. It could come in, uh, any, anybody ever had a toaster strudel? <laughs> just the, the, the packet with the, the icing, you just, you know? <laughs> no, uh, it's a little gay, you know? Nothing's gay in 2022. No, you can't just have one letters. It can't be gay like 90s gay, you know? Like, I could watch this guy suck 10 dicks, least gay shit I've seen all day. You need more letters, and you need to get your game up, and you get it going. No, I love it. No, I, uh, you know, everybody has their number when it comes to, 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 to sucking a dick. Uh, 
you know, mine is fluctuating right now like the price of Bitcoin, going up and down. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's getting real weird up here. Um, <laughs> so I just want to tell a real quick story. Uh, this is something I've been working on. This is a true story. So the first time I got caught smoking weed was the same day my dog died. Yeah, I was 12 years old. That's a young time to be smoking weed. But I stole some pot from my mom, and I was smoking it in the bathroom. They were. This is in the time when children left their. I mean, when parents left their children home alone. Uh, so I was smoking my mom's weed in the bathroom, and then my little sister comes up to me, and she's like, "Bubba, there's something happening under the house." So I'm like, "Stoned, let's go on an adventure." I look, and it's a coyote that had eaten my dog. Yeah, horrible, brutal story, right? And uh, I'm high. Imagine a, t a high 12-year-old having to deal with this. I went and told my, uh, I, went <laughs> I went and called my dad. My dad came, killed the coyote, and I had to bury my dog. We were all solemn and going inside. He goes in the bathroom. Dakota, what is this? Oh, shit, he found the weed. My, my mom's pipe, everything. You know, he, I've been caught. I've been busted. Right? So being from the South, I got my ass whooped with a belt, you know, you know, uh, Good old physical punishment, whatever. But, you know, my dad always did this thing. He asked me, do you know why you're in trouble, son? And I'd have to give him a real answer. And I told him, because you caught me smoking pot. He said, no, because you stole your mom's pot. And uh, thank you all. That was my time. Anybody have any comments? Yes, any comments? I do. As a matter of fact, I have something to say. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, dude, real funny stuff. You, um, you had to bury the dog, but you didn't tell us what you did with the coyote. <laughs> so I think you should do you something about the coyote. Other than that, is really funny. Um, God bless and thank God, Merry Christmas. Anything else, guys? That was a that was a great story, Dakota. And I was just gonna say what um what you said to your father when what do you want me to do, Dad? Have an act out about that when when he's yeah you know what I'm saying yeah I get you I get yeah. you That's and cool. I don't know what Baldwins are oh the Baldwins uh like uh, if you have the come of Christ it can turn you into like Alec Baldwin one of the Baldwins oh know? okay yeah. all right I don't know because it's magical Christ it's come magical. it I does weird shit <laughs> <laughs> all right any any other comments. Yeah, no. So expand on the powers of the Come of Christ. Just really get into the lore of how powerful the Come of Christ could be. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the feedback, guys. Wait, one more. It could come in flavors, too. <laughs> God, I love you, Lauren. <laughs> All right, Dakota Price, everybody. One more time. Yay! Your next comedian coming up is Sam West. Yay! All right, everybody. I'm going to uh, try reworking a few things, but mainly actually trying some new stuff, and it's... 
been on the on on deck for a little while, and I was like, it's a little iffy. So bear with me. Monday night, hanging outside. I'll start off with a silly one. People ask me, Sam, how do you get so strange? To which I explained to them, well, I grew up, and I ingested copious amounts of whiskey and tobacco. Luckily for me, it was just a candle. We've got to slow it down with all the different subscription services, you know? 15 bucks a pop, Redbox, Discovery Plus, Peacock, and that's just OnlyFans. <laughs> Interesting. See, I thought that was a little hacky, because it was like very, I, I know the formula. Uh, I love feedback, by the way. I'm, I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. I like the strings. Give me the strings. That's why I only fuck puppets now. Had to break it off with Pinocchio last week. I really like the guy, but he made everything too kinky. Like one night he asked me to role play as Elmo. I said, eh, not really my thing, you know, but do a mean Elmo impression, you know. Elmo likes that. You know, I, I can work with Elmo. But he never told me what he was going to be. And I had to find out halfway through coitus when he turned around and said, I'm a real boy. That one's very interesting because that kills at bars when there's like one guy to tip it off and then it fucking bombs everywhere else. Uh, all right. Growing up, I'd go to the same fair every year and this creepy carny would always comment on how tall I'd grown. One night he asked me to go in this little tent with him so he could measure me. I said, sure. At which point he took his dick out and held it over my head. Now I think he might have been a pedophile, but I'll never know for sure. Because after he measured me, he shook his head and said, nah, man, you're not tall enough to ride. All right. On the way here, I walked, had to go to the bathroom, so I stopped by a gas station. I said, hey, man, can I borrow the restroom? He said, no, sorry, dude, employees only. So I got smart with him. I said, hey, man, can I get a job application? I think he figured me out, but he gave me a chance. He said, I'll tell you what, if you can clean this restroom and make it cleaner than it's ever been before, you got the job. I said, I'll take you up on that. I went in there, and I destroyed that bathroom. I took, I took the biggest, most brutal, it, it was like a muskrat on the side of a lake. I was pissed at the guy, so I didn't even flush. I was, fuck this guy. Anyway, I'll spare you more description, but the moral of the story is I'm seriously questioning that gas station standard for cleanliness because I got the job. <laughs> see here. I'll end it with this, all right? One happy, we'll do some dark stuff. We'll do a silly joke, okay? Uh, my mother tried to commit suicide when she was young. <laughs> Here's what happened. She got real drunk, got behind the wheel of a car, drove into a tree. Luckily, she walked away unharmed. And to the amazement of everyone, about three weeks later, found out she was pregnant with the beautiful baby boy you see in front of you today. But I've always wondered, had she known she was pregnant, would she have still have had those drinks before the attempt? All right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> have a good night. Sam West, yay! I think you should say, um, be specific. Should, should she have had those six beers?
or you know, and name it type of beer or whatever in specific. Um, uh, also, one of the things I love is is the Pinocchio thing. Is it a line? I'm a real boy now. What did you, if you say now at the end, meaning because you had sex with him, now? Okay. Um, I felt like Elmo was a little bit of a throwaway. Because um, you did do a good impression of it, but... I feel like there's more tags that could come from including that in the joke. Um, it just could be more of a part of the joke. Or you could be like, he made me role play Cookie Monster and he wouldn't let me swallow. Um, I mean, I think it was, but I also think I do see the potential that that act out could be really fun. Just regardless of what of what parties or what, whatever you're role-playing could change. But, uh. Yay! One more time for Sam West! Woo! And your next, woo, your next comedian is Mauricio! Yay! Yay! Give me all the love, yes, oh my god. White people arguing about magical coming shit, man. I cannot believe how outnumbered I am in the mission. This was La Mission. <laughs> all right, too soon, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm actually old in comedy years. Uh, I remember performing here back in the day when it was uh, Pirate Cat Radio. You guys remember that shit? Yeah, Pam Benjamin was like a barista, and I got like a monkey, uh, mocha bacon latte. I was like... I was like, oh, that was a, those were, that was a trip. I was like reflecting, walking down the street. This used to be one of the most dangerous neighborhoods ever, especially if you were Mexican. You know what I mean? Or like walking through here with a Dodger hat, and they'd be like, what the fuck do you represent, homie? And I was like, dude, this is a fucking Buddhist jacket, you know? I represent reading, I don't know, enlightenment? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've been uh, living in Hayes Valley for a hot minute, so I'm woke, you know? So I'm going to slow my speech down for you dumb sons of bitches, you know? That's all, I can easily say that about San Francisco. You dumb sons of bitches do not fucking read, right? You guys are so scared of education, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville. I was like, God damn, man. I'm a Seattle guy, and Seattle is just down the street, you know? Go in there, read for free, and then get home in time to watch Frasier on syndication. That's how I get down. Yeah. Ah, good stuff. Good times. Reflecting, man. Ah, that, that, this does frustrate me a lot, man. One thing that does piss me off is I'm noticing right now that stand-up comedy is getting gentrified. There's motherfuckers that work in tech trying to do this, right? This is insane, you know? Like, they literally go to a nice house. It's like, don't do this if you have a nice house and a nice relationship. Go do that, man. Like, we are, I'm fucked up in the head, man. This is it. This is all I got, right? Yeah, man. Like, oh, my God. And then I hate when they, like, start complaining on the Internet for, like, certain posts that I posted. Like, I actually pissed off a liberal white guy because I ins I dissed Guillermo del Toro, Mexican director. He's like, man, you're wrong, man. I was like, dude, you're not even Mexican. Like, dude. Like, and if he actually hired more Mexicans in his fucking films, then I wouldn't have to fucking diss him, right? I'm sorry that he sucks too much British dick, right? I can't respect that. My fucker's from Jalisco, man. I'm from fucking Sinaloa country, you know? I don't eat goat. 
There are differences, man. I would love to stab that man. My name's Spencer Devine. <laughs> Radio Universe. <laughs> uh, one thing I like to talk about is I almost died for a fourth time. This is it. Number four, I almost died from internal bleeding one more time. Damn right. I only respect comedians that almost died. If you haven't done that, you're probably not that funny. You should quit. <laughs> yeah, almost died for a fourth time, man. Lucky number four. Uh, I'll never forget the best one that I almost died. Uh, it was uh, actually like the first one back in Seattle. That's my most priceless one, my favorite one of them all. Remember, I was like.